And thanks for listening to Onyx Test Bench, where today we're going to be discussing Onyx Test Bench and what this podcast is going to be all about. Today, I'm joined by Jennifer Upton. Jen, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm well. Thanks for having me. You bet. I would like to take a little time to explain the name Onyx Test Bench, what it means. First, Onyx. Onyx Theaters is a company in Oklahoma City. We've been around since 2008. Jennifer and her husband started it and brought me on a long time ago. And we focus on bringing all of the new technologies for people's houses as far as automation things and lighting, thermostats, security, whatever else you can think of, and bringing those all together in a way where they're really easy to use. And that easy to use has really been Jen's focus since we started. And that really is becomes the background to the home system. You know, you can have wonderful technology and have sophisticated equipment, but when it comes to the user side, if it's difficult to use or frustrating, then you just simply stop using it. So we tried to find a compromise and find a place where you can use wonderful equipment that brings so many different variables to the home, but also combine it with a user experience to make it great for the end user, the person that's in the home using it every day. So from time to time, we have come into some existing homes where people already had a a very large, elaborate, and expensive system that had all kinds of features and all kinds of cool stuff in it, but the people weren't necessarily happy with this system. What has kind of been the situation on those? Absolutely. So these projects typically become some of my favorites because in new residential construction, you know, you start from scratch and you build the system and the client never experiences the difficult side of things. So when we have a retro project come up uh, where it's an existing home with existing equipment, but a bad user experience, it really gives us the opportunity to save the day. And typically what we hear from our clients are, we've got this great system and we just don't know how to use it or it's too complicated to use. And either of those, we just really, really love tackling those issues because it just puts us in a great opportunity to show the client that the system can be easy to use and it can be so convenient to have in your home. So typically, we'll go through the home, we'll look at the existing equipment to see what we can continue using and the other pieces that may need an upgrade or a change out in order to better the user experience. And we go through the entire system looking through the user's eyes. So how easy is it to get the music to turn on? How complicated is it to look at camera feed? How convenient can it be to arm and disarm your security from anywhere in the world? This is the reason why the Gear can be absolutely wonderful and great pieces, but the user end ends up being the most important, the absolute primary reason why you need great programming and to be able to look through the user's eyes. The term test bench originally referred to a place where a technician or person would have all of their measuring equipment and tools set up where you could bring a piece of equipment in, you could try it out, you could see if there's anything wrong with it, you could test its features. Now that term is more used in software in a place where a piece of software can be tested, but the principle still applies. Onyx has a test bench because anytime that we hear about a new piece of equipment, we don't want to use our clients as guinea pigs. We just don't (laughs) think that's right. So we bring it in the office, we install it, we run it for a couple of months, we kind of see what are the best things about it, what are the worst things about it. Is there 
some other piece of equipment that does the same thing, but maybe has a higher user friendliness factor. Mm-hmm. Me and Jen were actually discussing thermostats this morning and some yes. of the thermostats that we've tried out there. Now, the ability to adjust your thermostat without getting up is really nice. As far as a user friendly and adding convenience to your life, it's fantastic. And Jen so loves nice. Thermostats. I love thermostats. I just adjust our thermostat constantly, it seems like. And we've run across quite a few different types of thermostats at the test bench. And it just amazes me that, again, you can have sophisticated equipment and wonderful gear, but it's not user-friendly. And it just blows my mind how difficult the user side can be. So this is just such an important part of what we do here at Onyx is this test bench to make sure that before we place products in our clients' homes, that we run it through the user side test to make sure that not only does the gear stand up to time and experience, but also on the home front with the user side. So without naming any names... What is the most frustrating (laughs) thermostat experience you've ever had with something that's supposed to be a smart or connected thermostat? Absolutely. So I think what's really interesting about thermostats is no matter what type of product you're using, it seems like across the board, it's very difficult to program thermostats. I personally, in my home, like to have temperature set throughout the day. So when I wake up, it's this temperature, leaving home, arriving home, and then bedtime. And I have different set points set for all of those different times throughout the day. And it is wild how many clicks it takes to get to a conclusion. In our systems, we've taken the thermostats to a digital format, meaning you can now view them on your phone, on your home screen, on your computer, or even on your touch screen. You still have the physical thermostat on the wall, but taking it to a digital format just gives you the opportunity to have fewer clicks to get to the conclusion that you're trying to program. So whether you're doing Monday through Friday or the weekends and you have different set points, it should just be an ease of use for the user experience. I wanted to make this podcast because I listen to a lot of podcasts Mm -hmm. and there are a ton of them out there for people who are very techie Mm -hmm. people like me who you have like a Google alert set up for every time an article comes out that talks (laughs) about UHD or any new home technology just because I just like absorbing all of it. But as far as podcasts that are out there for the person who loves this stuff and the convenience that it provides, but they don't necessarily consider themselves a techie person. Mm, Um, I just, I didn't feel like there was a lot out there for them and not that there's nothing, but I didn't feel like that there was quite as much. So I agree. Great concept. I wanted a place where a person, and I think about my (laughs) wife a lot whenever I'm thinking about this podcast because she will come to me with these questions and be like, I don't understand what this set point on my thermostat, what is that doing? (laughs) And really, that's a valid question. It's a great question. And you talk about the space between your heat set point and your cool set point, and you have overshoots and offsets and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. It can get really complicated. And I just wanted a place where somebody could come and tune in and walk away from it with a really solid understanding Mm -hmm. of how this stuff works. So if they wanted to get a system 
you would be armed with the knowledge to know this is what I want. This is what I need. Mm -hmm. This is a bunch of stuff that is extra fluff that I don't necessarily need. Mm -hmm. That's so right. It's almost like another language, right? Absolutely. It's an entirely different language with terminology that the common person just would not understand. I don't understand it. So I think this is a wonderful application that we can talk about that terminology and that language and bring it back to the user side. I have noticed that there are a lot of podcasts in this tech space that are like rant podcasts where people get on there and they'll talk about, oh, this is terrible or this, that, or whatever. And I definitely don't want to get into any of that, but I do want to identify the, the things that are great, that are ready to go mm-hmm. into people's houses today, the things that are kind of emerging new tech that are great ideas and are going to really fill a need, but maybe just aren't ready for everybody mm-hmm. or ready for, especially in a, a do-it-yourself mm-hmm. environment. I have been trying out, again, without naming any names, some kind of do-it-yourself automation lighting That's at the tough. house, and I've mixed it with the professional automation system lighting that I already have. And in comparison, one of them is really convenient and satisfying to use. And the other one is clunky and delayed. Mm. But at the end of the day, it'll turn the light on and off. It just kind of, it tells me that that tech is almost there. And doesn't that offer an interesting space? I think the DIY space struggles with this, right? Because it's left hand, right hand. Left hand says, I think it's wonderful that automation is hitting the mass market and that every budget can experience what it's like to automate your home. On the right hand, it is a struggle for me because we're in the professional tech side, even in the home automation arena. And for me, it all goes back to what the user experience is, like we've talked about on this podcast. So For me, you know, great that DIY is carving out space for home automation, but what is the user experience like? And does that leave a bad taste in the mouth of the masses because they're experiencing it on a different level, not necessarily on the level that we create? Mm -hmm. The term smart house, I think, is going to eventually go away Mm -hmm. in the same way that you don't super talk about your smartphone anymore. It's just your phone now. Mm -hmm. Everybody's house is going to have connected to this. This Mm -hmm. thing is going to be online where you can get to it from here. Internet of things, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be how easy is it to use? Absolutely. What's the user side? Is it the thing in my house that I love? Mm -hmm. Is it the thing in my house that drives me insane and I hate (laughs) it? And all of this stuff has the potential to go either way. Either way. To stay connected with Onyx Test Bench, please follow us on Facebook at Onyx Theaters. I'm really hoping that most of the topics for this show come from the audience. I think I have a pretty good handle on what in the tech world is confusing and what is overly complicated, but it's going to be the people who are walking into the big box store with the uh, deer in the headlights. Look on their face Mm -hmm. because there's just so much out there. They don't Mm -hmm. know where to start. That's where I would like the questions. That's where I'd like the topics to come from, really. I love that audience interaction. That's great. I'd like to thank everybody for listening today. I would like to thank Jennifer Efton for joining me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. And on our next episode, we are going to be talking about new TVs, Mm -hmm. all of the technology in them, how they are beautiful. Beautiful. They are wonderful. Buying one should be 
an easy a wonderful experience. experience. It should be one of those things yeah. that you look forward so to and you really though. love. But instead, you walk in and it's like, oh my goodness, yeah. there's 50 the exact same size. I can't wait to learn more about this. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. So we will see you guys next week. To stay connected with Onyx Test Bench, please follow us on Facebook at Onyx Theaters. 